This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Black and. Hey, kiddies, Joker here. Just wanted to let you know that I, the Clown Prince of Crime, and the Jack of All Nerd Show, love the Elijah Bailey Show. You should listen to it all the time. Isn't that right, Batsy? <laughs> Sorry, he's all tied up at the moment. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blacken Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blacken Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Black & say it again oh what is up everybody oh nadia why are you here showing your goodies uh hang on just a second folks you know as well as i know you listening to that jojo's bizarre remix by uh the bringer of beats our guy for most of our beats and the the hot ass anime mixes you're gonna hear uh from here on out rifty beats on youtube go ahead and find my man uh give him a shout out say hello say what's up but we are about to get into the show and shout out if Zach jumps in, if he joins in, that uh, that'll be great. That's like a Zach attack, bro. Fucking Zach attack. It is September if you're watching live on Twitch because we do stream this show from Twitch and Facebook gaming. So if you are on Twitch and you want to throw a sub our way, we'd greatly appreciate it because 
Uh, I think we do a good job, a great job of bringing you the fucking content you want and you fucking deserve, especially in the realm of motherfucking anime, because next up is the Death Note uh, Trap Remix, and uh, you're going to love this shit, but let me continue, because I haven't started the show yet, I'm just giving you information if you're with us now, September means that, uh, sorry about this fucking commercial, September means that you can uh, sub to the show um, at a discounted rate, discounted price. Meaning you get a discount uh, and all the funds that you want to help the show with go to the show. So we both win. Um, and also, if you were at Amazon Prime, you get a free sub. So if you love the show, drop that free sub our way. They, again, are much uh, appreciated. Now, um, let me pull up everything because Facebook has done some rearranging and some switching uh, with some things. I just want to make sure everything's going all right. <clears throat> You see, there we go. That fucking death, that uh, death note shit. Okay, so we are here uh, for episode 279 of the Elijah Bailey Show. Now, like I said before, we have September. Uh, make sure to turn your BTTV uh, onto your Chrome app, so that way you can have access to our 30 emotes that we have here at the channel. Uh, they're greatly appreciated. Now, Facebook Gaming, if you want to drop some stars this week, Chris Beavers dropped 490 stars. Thank you so much. It's very appreciated. And you guys are in the Bailey Gang. Everybody that's liking, everybody that's following, we got to give a shout out to Say It Loud, who just followed on uh, Twitch uh, last episode. Thank you so much. But let's go ahead and start this show uh, the right way. I'm going to go ahead and lower this Death Note music just to just to one of them. Uh, little muted tones that way i can say what i normally say. and three two one welcome back to oklahoma's favorite podcast from god's own wood the elijah bailey show bucky's not here with me he's got some stuff to do today but that's okay it's it's fine we're not you know we're not tripping on that buck's been doing great stuff at the studio he's been able to come back for the dragon ball super shows which it is the 5th of september which means we're we're still having to wait till the 20th for our next chapter but so much shit has happened so many manga have come out uh today is the the thousandth and 24th chapter of uh one piece and uh zoro's daddy broke the internet oh zoro's daddy broke the internet uh on 1023 and this just continues and kind of shows uh more into it and I, I fucking love one piece you know i'm a one piece stan you guys know that i've been since it first started in shonen jump that's how fucking old i am i've read it every single drop that they've had every single chapter they've dropped i have watched every single episode all the movies and i like the stories even with the discrepancies between one and the other but i digress we're going to get right into the show, so let's go ahead and turn this nasty music on, um, because today we have a lot of news. We're going to dive into it. If you're new to the show, this is the way that it will go. We have several segments. Uh, we're going to dive into the releases for September, uh, both television and film for anime. Then we're going to go into all the news articles I got this week, and then we'll wrap up in the very last segment, the third segment, with Anime and Manga of the Month, and then I'll send you little boys and girls home with your your... Uh, your glass of warm milk and your bowl of anime cookies. All right, let's go ahead and start this up. If you guys can guess whose theme this is, uh, I'm gonna give you some, give you something nice, right? 
I'll give you something nice. I'll give you something nice. So jump in, jump in the chat. I like to engage with you guys and read that shit out loud for those that are listening. And if you are listening or you do want to listen, this podcast drops every Thursday on every major platform for podcasting, except for Libsyn. We're not on Libsyn anymore, uh, but Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, all those places. And also, if you want to watch like everybody that's doing right now on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or at Facebook Gaming at EJB Gaming, that's Edge B Gaming. That's the, those are the places you got to go. 4.30 on a Saturday or on a Sunday. My bad. We used to do that Saturday morning, but on a Sunday to come watch this damn show. But let's go ahead and get in it. And let me give you the anime releases um, for September. I need to turn this up a little bit. Actually, I'm going to let you listen to the beat for a minute. Let, let me know if you know what anime or whose theme this is. Oh, shit. You know what? I forgot. I did the old intro. Y'all y'all have been liking the new shit, huh? So, okay, let me do it this way. Welcome and welcome back, my lovelies, ladies and gentlemen, to the Elijah Bailey Show, where we believe that Sasuke... Sasuke should have sat down. Sasuke should have went to school and gave that shit up. And we also believe that if you're going to talk about gore, manga, anime, Berserk's at the top. Berserk is up at the top. We, we know Parasite's up there as well, but do not compare Goblin Slayer to Berserk. Goblin Slayer was like uh, My Hero Academia to Berserk. So now let's get into that since we did it, because we are now in our community where we want to cultivate, grow, and educate others about the same medium that we love. If you like comics, you'll love Japanese comics. If you like uh, cartoons, animation from DC and Marvel, you'll love anime. So let's get down to it. Let's get it cracking. Um, how much time do I have left on this theme? Uh, and also, Rifty Beats information will be in uh, chat for you guys. Go there, follow him, find all his shit on YouTube. Um, you know, we're going to start another another beat here in a second oh we'll stay with the same theme though i'm gonna go ahead and cross it over right now um oh that's nasty if you guess the if you guess the show i'm not gonna say character anymore because it's two different characters same show if you guess the show i got you September anime releases. Let's start with films first. There's not that much in September. Um, it is September 5th now that the show is going live. It'll drop on Thursday. So already out September 3rd, Rayoma Shinsei Geki, uh, Geki Joban, Tennis no Ojisan, the movie. Also September 13th. So everybody, we can look ahead for this one as a film free, the final stroke. And then September 22nd, I've heard... It's actually listed as a film, but I think it's a series, right? Star Wars Visions, if I'm correct. There's so much Star Wars shit coming out right now. I'm kind of, con- I'm, I'm disassociated, I'm discombobulated. But uh, Star Wars uh, Visions comes out on September 22nd, uh, and that ends it for the films. OVAs that are coming out in September, September 10th. Uh, Maho Sukai no Yomi, Nishi no Shonen to Sarah no Kishi, the OVA. September 28th, we have Princess Principal, Crown Handler. And then September 30th, we have one of my favorite shows right now that I just got into. My Next Life as a Villainous, All Roads Lead to Doom. Think of it as if you were, um, let's say, playing playing Boyfriend Dungeon, if you watch me play that. And then you die, and then you end up in that world. 
basically the deal. But you are ending up in that world as a person that gets the worst experience in that. It's it's all shit. But that, it's a funny one. It's it's one I like. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, for television, September first, uh, the season, the third season of Kuroko's Basketball, or Kuroko No Basket, uh, already dropped on Netflix. You can check that out if you got a Netflix subscription. September 9th, uh, Pokemon Evolutions is coming. It's eight episodes. We'll talk about this a little bit later. September 10th, the day after, we have Pokemon Masters Journeys, the series on coming up to Netflix. And now this is what I heard. I actually got uh, the Star Wars Visions fucked up. September 22nd, it is nine episodes. I actually have it here. It's nine episodes. It's going to be Star Wars Vision, where they're crafting and blending uh, manga with the Star Wars lore. And then September 30th, we have Anmabaki, Son of Ogre, Season 1. If you've been following the podcast for the last five, six years, you heard me and Buck talk about this back when the manga dropped. So... This is coming to Netflix. The season one It's going to be 12 episodes. It's going to be a two episode season or two season series. I think 12 a piece or maybe 14 on the second one. And then to be announced, everything for the Demon King, Avalogia is going to come sometime in September. I haven't heard anything more about it, but those are your September releases. And before we go to the, all the news articles, we're going to jump right over to Talio Say, which if you weren't keeping up with our Japanese classes we used to have, means diversity. So we want to honor black characters in every medium, comics, anime, manga, video games, wherever they are, whatever, you know, whatever capacity they're at, they're there at. So we have, um, one of my favorites, you saw her at the beginning, Nadia, right here. A nice, young, sweet girl from Secrets of the Blue Water. Um, the Secrets of the Blue Water is forgotten. Um, you know, I think by everybody, kind of like, I think Belzebub is making a resurgence of some older ones, but she's from Secrets of the Blue Water, uh, made back in the 1990s by Studio Gynex, one of the powerhouses, same studio as uh, Neo Genesis Evangelion and, and Grin Lagan, which are both complex series to where you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's stylized. I like it. The art, the, the action, all that shit. But Nadia is an African girl uh, who's uh, who's forgotten where she was born and is on a journey to rediscover it. It being Africa, her homeland. Um, they decided to draw Nadia in a non-stereotypical way, but the design was originally different to what the final product uh, product ended up being. Uh, that's why Nadia's design isn't stereotypical African. Um, and then also, if you are losing yourself, and this is what I experienced with the show, if you lose yourself, you're trying to find it, so you're more open to express all facets of yourself as it will not like you sometimes people pull back they don't want to admit that they like shit and do shit but you're you're more open if you don't have this mind fuck of what i am in society and then judgment um let's see where was i at uh nadia meets a french boy who ends up becoming a good friend but his family as uh as she witnesses is racist so she leaves, and as it's seen in the last scene, she's upset about it. The main theme is adventure and the travel travels of Nadia and the guy she runs into from France, but this is one of the few anime to focus and highlight racism in a real way, um, especially from the uh, perspective of an African character. And I, I, We need more of that. I wish we would have more of that. Uh, I've been playing Boyfriend Dungeon, and that game explores so many facets, like uh, gender identity, sexuality, um, mental issues, health issues, and things like that. So I like things that actually dive into that, but I do think we need more anime that explore that. So Nadia is the character that we're honoring this episode from 
uh, our medium, which is anime. So give it up and make sure to check out Secrets of the Blue Water so that way you can experience what Nadia experienced trying to find her. And with that, we're going to take our first pause for the cause. Now, before we go, let me find you. If you guess any of the, because what we used to do is like if you would guess the quote, the anime quote, none of you, none of you motherfuckers guessed shit. So nobody wanted anything. Well, we had one person with and everybody dropped out. Oh, it's too hard. Blah, blah, blah. So if you can guess the, the, what series the the music is from. This should be a little bit easier because you know how we are with music. Everybody recognizes something from a song. We watch a whole bunch of anime series. So let me know what you think. The last one might have been a little bit difficult. So uh, let me tone it down just just a bit for you. No, I don't want I don't want to upset anybody. You know, people are real fucking uh, thin skinned around this bitch sometime. And if you're not, look at them. Uh, oh. Ah, is that too easy? Okay, this is this is the one we going with. Let me know in chat uh, what anime song this is or what theme it is, and we'll be right back as quick as pause for the cause. Hey, you. Are you tired of having to hear about a hero rushing in to save the day, getting all the glory and the fame from all the fans? Well, if this sounds like you, then come on down and join the League of Villains and help us tear down that horrible world of peace and create a world of wonderful chaos. Remember, being a villain's not about one for all. It's about all for one. <laughs> For every problem, there's a solution. If you're in need of a solution for your problem, try the services of GoGo13. Your problem will be taken care of in short order once GoGo takes the case. Did you guys guess this? Sorry, I didn't have a mic on. I said I didn't see a damn thing in chat. Do you guys know uh, what anime theme that is from? That one, I don't think that one's too hard. I think everybody should should have got that one, right? Uh, go ahead and put it in chat if you know what anime that comes from. Again, that's by Rifty Beats. Uh, first bit of news: we talked about uh, three voice actors specifically on the ship at the, at this point in time. I think it's like six, but we talked about a couple of voice actors uh, a few weeks ago and how they're recovering voice actress, Rena Hidaka. And this is one of the ones that we first talked about returns after recovering from COVID-19 voice actress, Rena Hidaka's agency office, Osawa announced on Wednesday that Hidaka had recovered from the new Corona. I don't know why they say the new uh, coronavirus disease, COVID-19 and she is returning to work. Uh, she tested positive for COVID-19 August 21st. Her agency elaborated uh, that she had a fever of 99.5 degrees Fahrenheit or a 37.5 degrees Celsius on that morning. So she went directly to the hospital to take a PCR test. She underwent treatment under the guidance of her doctors and health center. Ah, uh, God damn, just motherfuckers that can use their goddamn mind and aren't going to the store wasting money they don't fucking have on horse dewormer that don't fucking work. Don't listen to goddamn Joe Rogan, that fucking dumbass. Like, one... 
No, you guys are dumbass for listening to him. He's a dumbass for posting that stupid shit. He's fucking rich. He can get people to come in and do specific measurements and quantities of whatever and make sure it's with safe uh safe limits you dumbasses are out there buying it eating the shit and backing up the fucking hospitals because you're going blind stupid fucking asses <laughs> get off my rant it's stupid shit um but uh hidaka plays the vo- uh plays the voice of one of my favorite characters philo in rising of the shield hero now philo is the big bird that can transform she was just like in that world of bullshit she was just bright ray of hope and it was something else that our shield hero had to overcome so i, I think she's amazing but she was also uh uh Ruricio, uh Shirake, uh shuriken in uh inu uh x boku secret service and uh nagasia in strike of the blood now i i know her from the rising of the shield hero not the other two series but i'm gonna have to check out both of them next uh in the news that we have uh, this one is in the title can dine uh, with Shinobu at USJ's Demon Slayer inspired pop-up restaurant. This comes from Anime News Network and it dropped on September 1st. What the fuck is this advertisement? I hate that shit. Or they just extend down the page as you're trying to scroll. Get the fuck back up at the top. Um, so, as part of an upcoming collaboration between Universal Studios Japan and Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba series, a theme pop-up restaurant West uh, Westeria Restaurant will be arriving at the Saito Restaurant in the New York area of the park. Uh, the restaurant's decor will include life-size figures of Demon Slayer Corpse Pillars, uh, Gayu Tomioka, and Shinobu Kochko. Um, the figures are made up using cloneoid tech uh, technology. Cloneoid technology. The shit looks scary as fuck. Um, oh hell yeah, dude! I don't know how y'all motherfuckers gonna eat, but I'm gonna change the screen over so we can check out some of this shit here in a minute um because there's some uh, bento boxes they made as well and we're gonna get into that so the technology which is described as the world's uh most advanced human recreation technology i like it with the dragon ball characters i don't like it with the demon slayer characters Monoid attract uh, attractions have featured uh, prominently in the universal St- uh, studios japan collaborations such as haiku and attack on titan collabs the following pictures give an idea of the detailed uh, achieved in the clonoid figure. So when I switch over, we'll look at that. But additionally, the restaurant will offer a special menu, full set meals and dishes inspired by the pillars of the Demon Slayer corpse. And uh, there is the blue set, a set meal inspired by water pillar. Tomioka, master of the water breathing style. The set includes a small bowl of uh, Gayu's favorite dishes, salmon radish. The elements of the set are arranged to replicate the water-like qualities of his sword strokes. Then we have the modern sushi set, a set meal inspired by sound pillar Tengen Uzi. Uzi. Yeah, he's popping at Uzi. It, uh, it features a variety of uh, brilliantly colored handmade sushi to match. Um, Tengen, uh, his flair for the flamboyant. His favorite dish is fugu takada. Uh, no, fugu tataki, which is blowfish. I should just say blowfish. And is served with uh, plum sauce resembling the patterns around his eyes, which we'll see in a minute. The shit looks nice. And then the last one is the high collar cutlet set, a set meal inspired by love pillar Mitsuri. Uh, the set also includes heart-shaped vegetables and her favorite cherry blossom rice cakes 
Um, let's see. Uh, a high collar, a high collar a la mode is dessert inspired by the insect pillar. Shinobu features ice cream and butterfly pea jelly. Uh, and then you also have the Bankara Ogai, which is inspired by the wind pillar Sanamni and his love for Ogai. So let me switch the screen over so you guys can see these. These are nice. Uh, I'd actually want to like eat there to try these bentos. Oh, nice. Why didn't I? Oh, the reason is because it should just be the full screen. So you guys are going through the behind the scenes process with me. Okay, so here we go. Here's everything put together. It's fucking terrifying. This could definitely just be Chucky. Just Chucky could just be watching you eat this shit. But looking into the eyes, this is the detail that this clonoid technology does. Look at this. The hair looks like your best cosplay wig. Now the fist, it looks like that motherfucker about to knock your ass out. But here's the uh, blue set bento. Fucking amazing, dude. So good. I'd eat that shit watching uh, the fish uh, fishman saga on One Piece. And you have the modern set right here. Look at the patterns. And then the high collar cutlet sit right here with the blue. Uh, actually, this would be the cherry blossom rice cake. And then down here on the left, you have the a la mode, which is if you guys don't know what a la mode, boom. And then here you have the bankara to the right. So that's what you can get at these pop-ups. And here are some of the other dishes. Finally, as the star of the uh, record-breaking Demon Slayer, Kobo Kometsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train film, the flame pillar, Kyojuro Rengoku, gets no less than three dishes dedicated to him. Though you'll have to go over to the Park Studio Stars restaurant to sample them. So here we go. We're going to look through all of them. All this shit just looks fucking amazing. Thirds, look at that. You can look in the back. All the uh, pillars, the demon slayers. And the collaboration will be held from September 17th to February 13th, 2022. So you guys got time to go. You guys got time to see all this, check it all out, and uh, taste it. Taste the taste. Yeah. Okay, so, God, dude. But I just had, like, the one of the best steaks I've had ever. This is one of my favorite series in the world. Lupin the Third, Part Six, Anime Teaser, Sherlock Holmes, bro. Uh, um, so the official Twitter account uh, for Lupin the Third anime franchise revealed more story details, more staff, and new uh, key visual art. And the art is just classic Lupin. Lupin the Third, Part Part Three, um, and then by creator designer Hirotaka Marafuji. And the October 9th premiere of the Lupin the Third Part Six television series. Uh, will air on a Wednesday. So we'll go through, if you guys really want to know about the photographers and, uh, well, actually we do need to go through this. There's a lot of people here. Okay, we need to go through a couple people. But the new series will center around two keywords with mystery being the keyword um, of the first quarter of the year. The thief Lupin af is after a treasure hidden by the Raven, a mysterious organization that manipulates the British government in the shadows. However, Detective Sherlock Holmes, and I can't wait to see how he's portrayed, appears before Lupin. So Oshi, who is um, the guest writer and director, Amaro uh, Oshi, who uh, wrote for Ghost in the Shell, uh, Yurin Sai, Yatsura, Beautiful Dreamer, and... Uh, 
Vlad Love. And then you also have veteran scriptwriter Masaki Asuji, who wrote for Astro Boy, Kojin no Hoshi, and Umi no Trenton. And then you also have popular uh, mystery novelist Tak uh, Takyu Ashibe, who uh, wrote for Murder in the Red Chamber. Now, Oshi was once involved in the development, and this is important of a Lupin the Third film project that never saw the light of day. So he's going to be excited to get in here and get his chomps on it. Uh, Suji and Higochi have penned Lupin the Third novels, so we have an experienced cast here that have all worked on different Lupin projects coming back together again to do part six now part five was all about technology and lupine kind of being outed the world part four was about a marriage and chase and the thrill of being lupine and it seems like lupine is headed towards settling down in part five but now we're getting part six um this article comes from anime new network as i continue it says oh she said that he never dreamed that he would get another chance at lupine and the script uh the script series uh supervisor takahiro okuru told him that please write whatever you like uh, he is grateful that the production team will use his script. So, again, this will air October 9th um, on NTV's affiliates, as well as Hulu and other streaming services in Japan. Sentai Filmworks licensed uh, the new series for home video and streaming in North America, Australia, New Zealand, Scandinavian countries, and all Nordic countries. So it is on the way for us. Uh, Sentai breaks it down as Gentleman Thief. Lupin the Third is back and ready for his next caper, unless legendary sleuth Sherlock Holmes has anything to say about it. When Holmes' longtime partner, Dr. Watson, is murdered, none other than Lupin tops the suspects list. With Holmes fast closing in, Lupin must prove his innocence and bring a shady, shady organization called the Raven to heal if he wants to live to steal another day. Um... I'm just excited. I love this series. I always have the artwork, the style, the swagger that each character has. Jigen, Goemon, Lupin, Fujiko, even uh, Zenigata. And then there are the cast of villains that reoccur through every season. I love it. It's almost like Batman, but with thieves. You know what I mean? This one kind of kind of hit hard, too, because I didn't think I could find anything else that was as, as good as Food Wars. But from Anime News Network, this came out September 1st, The Drops of God Towards a Classier Foodgasm. Now, I started reading this, and it's pretty cool. Here, the, the plot of it is, it's all about wine, right? Um, let, let me give you some context, okay? We all know that uh, manga, like other entertainment medium, can cover a vast number of topics, Foodie manga isn't uh, even all there is. Like, you guys have seen food and all, like, Toriko, Food Wars. There's tons of food. Food Wars, uh, Shokugeki no Soma may be the title most people currently know uh, now, but the genre is largely thought to have started in the 1970s with uh, Mikai, uh, Mikia Mochizuchi's uh, Totsukiman Ramen. Manga about drinks is perhaps a little more unusual, but 2004 birthed two of them, which are classics. Um, so the first one is Araki Joe and Kenji Nagatomo's Bartender and uh, Tadashi Agi and Shu Okomoto's The Drops of God. Now this seems and looks like older manga, but it's, it really looks good. Um, although both ran for a number of years and volumes, Bartender ended in 2011 uh, at 21 volumes and The Drops of Gods original series in 2014 at 45 volumes. 
it's the drops of gods that managed to uh, really cross generation and medium lines to gain internet claim. So the plot is the story opens shortly after the death of Yutaka um, Kanzaki, an international renowned wine critic. Kanzaki was um, predestined uh, and to be like just the, the greatest there was. Just the way that he did things made him. I don't even know how you could categorize it with wine because everybody just credits him. He's just the best. He's a master. Let's just say that. Um, Shizuku spent most of his uh, childhood traveling the world with his father, being trained in science and the appreciation of wine. And as a result, he hates the stuff, feeling like his father loved wine more than Shizuki or his mother. Uh, this doesn't mean that he's not sad about his father's passing, but he does not feel like wine may have uh, hastened it since there is a link between heavy alcoholic consumption and uh, the pancreatic cancer that ultimately killed his dad. When Shizuki is summoned to a uh, reading of his father's will, however, he discovers that his dad's adopted a second son, the slightly older Issei Tomine, um, himself a respected wine critic. So two blings and two blows to his, his, his soul and his ego. Uh, Yutaka has decreed that the two brothers must compete to inherit his home and wine collection by solving the riddles. Now, what really happens in the beginning to, to set this character up, and we're talking about not even uh, Yutaka, uh, the dad, we're talking about Shinzuki. He is working for this firm. Uh, they have this meeting. The guy that they're meeting with is an asshole. He doesn't know his wine, so the sommelier there or in training is trying to sell him and get him to buy this wine and trying to meet not even buy the wine, just meet his expectations. They don't have the wine that he wants. I think it's not in season, so they got something similar. And so he comes in, and he does some skills. Now, I want you to read the manga so you understand what he actually does, does some things. And then he, um, to the wine, and he has his uh, guest for their meeting. Try it again. He says it's wonderful. And then he kind of like, gives him a little gut punch like you should have kind of fucking knew that shit and not been an asshole and so he gets in trouble with his job but he tells the woman she's like i've never seen that before and i've been studying wine forever you know that's amazing how'd you do that he's like ah you know it's nothing she looks at his card he gives her a business card said i work for this company i don't like wine I work for your company checks out the name and it's kanzaki and so she's like no he can't be related and then you find out that that was his father and that's how the story opens up and then it's another kind of of the week where he hates wine but he does something to improve the quality of wine for people so that um yeah i like it drops of wine is out everywhere go ahead and find it uh, we talked about this a little bit just a minute ago when we were talking about the uh, shit that is dropping for september so now i should have left this small this is what i get for not not doing what i need to we're going to show you the trailer for Baki. Now, Baki has come with their trailer. It just dropped a few days ago. So we're going to take a look and uh, see how, um, see what you guys are missing. If you guys didn't know about Baki Hanma, son of Ogre, and the shit that's about to happen between him and his daddy, you guys, uh, you guys missed out. You know what I just realized? I just realized that wasn't going to work. I, I was trying to do this shit slick and be like, yeah, I'll keep the screen up and watch this trailer. Actually, you know what? It'll fucking work. 
this is why I normally leave uh, the YouTube boxes open. Because we're going to use that screen anyway. But I wanted to watch it on my screen. Fuck it. Okay, so here's the trailer. <laughs> now that we got that shit up, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some of the info that they're giving us for Baki Hanma. Uh, 12 episode season. So TMS Entertainment begins streaming the second trailer with English subtitles for the Baki Hanma anime on Thursday. The video premieres the anime's ending theme song, Unchained World, which you'll understand about Unchained, which is Mr. Olivia Biscuit right there, the black man that Baki is seeing by generations from Exile Tribe, and also reveals the anime's September 30th worldwide debut, which I already told you guys, 12 episode. Um, we also got some character designs. You have Gun Guerrero, and his name was Che. They modeled him off of Che uh, Guevara and so and Guerrero, and they did that. And now they changed his name for some reason. Um, yeah, that's right. Iron Mike, Mike Tyson's in this. Uh, you have Lips, Teeth, and Tongue, which are a uh, trio of guards that fuck with everybody. And then Bob McCarthy, who kind of witnesses and you retell a lot of accounts through his eyes. And this is one of the things I love uh, about series like that. If you get a recount about some shit that happened that was like unbelievable and sick and you see all this damage and shit from somebody else's eyes, it makes it that much more unbelievable. But it's on Netflix. Make sure to get your next Netflix, you know, accounts hacked or subscribe, whatever the fuck you ask your friends for whatever. Uh, But make sure to watch Baki. Um, the story finally unfolds into a full-blooded clash between Baki Hanma and his father, Yujiro Hanma, who is known as the strongest creature on Earth. The climax of the Baki universe, which depicted the strongest parent-child brawl in history of the world in the original manga, has been adapted into a long-awaited anime, and I hope this shit is amazing. Because it was in the manga. I think me and Buck talked about it for so damn long. Um, This is kind of cool, too. I think I can pull this up on Twitter. Uh, Ghost in the Shell inspires fans' dream ride uh, with a Tachikoma. So those are those little kind of spider-like things. Now, there's one actually riding around the town in this Twitter post, um, and this was uh, on August 22nd. Let me see if I can pull this shit up. Yeah, there we go. This shit is super quick, but I thought this was, I was like, who the fuck created this shit? Watch this. Shit. That's unbelievable. That's just crazy. I was like, what the hell? He's just writing. I'm like, man, like anybody just, they just come up with that, whatever. But Ghost in the Shell, I set to return in uh, theaters uh, later this month, as as I told you guys earlier, hitting IMAX screens. Um, for the first time in both Japan and North America to celebrate uh, its new 4K remaster edition. So, uh, first landing as a manga series in 1989, the series created by Masamune uh, has held strong with the new movies and uh, anime series that have arrived over the years. We've seen it in 3D, we've seen it in partial 3D, we've had, you know, uh, Adult Swim ran a lot of this shit for a long time. The Tachikoma was one of the main uh, strange devices that the futuristic world of Ghost in a Shell helped introduce into the world of anime with the art, uh, artificial intelligence that fueled this spider-like vehicle, assisting Major on a number of missions. 
These strange devices did not appear in the main series, but rather appeared in the universe of standalone complex, the television series that further expanded uh, the anime franchise. And that's why I mean, when you're up like probably, probably about 11, 1130 is when it used to come on uh, right before or after uh, Inuyasha. So this Twitter came from, uh, this came from the Twitter page, uh, K Jimmy or K Jimny. Uh, on Twitter, so go ahead and follow them. You can see anything else they're making, but uh, I like it. The spider-like robot is the future. I wonder what, I wonder, you know, how they built that shit and what they used. Probably a stroller, baby stroller, threw some kids in there, threw them away and shit. Um, what's our next? Yeah. There's a lot of articles today, kids, so bear with me. Got a couple more. Oh yeah, this one this one was interesting. The anime's global growth sparks backlash against industry wages. And uh if you remember past shows, me and Monica and Buck talked about this, not only here on the Elijah Bailey show, but on a little bit of anime. Uh the world of anime has seen big uh big growth these last few years, and then especially over COVID with uh shows like My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball Super, Pokemon, One Piece, One Piece really over quarantine. Uh, helping to lead the charge in profits when it comes to both anime and manga. Though controversy has been roaring online with regards to stagnant wages uh, of the animators that bring these series to life. This comes from comicbook.com with streaming service, uh, services such as Netflix, Crunchyroll, Funimation, HBO Max attempting to corner the market by adding and uh, new and old anime franchises to their respective rosters. Animators and fans alike are rallying behind this cause. Twitter uh, animator Zombiefish shared uh, details about their time as an animator working in the industry of anime, stating that wages uh, for the creative work could often be lower than wages of a retail store worker. So this tweet comes uh, straight from Zombiefish. Anime is more mainstream than ever. Netflix and Cartoon Network are all in on production of original anime. So here is a wild and crazy idea. Pay artists in Japan the same wages we get paid in the States. I don't know, just just a thought. And then it goes to animator supporters that commented on that post. Right now, the anime industry is experiencing a labor shortage by mass employee exodus due to low wages. There's not enough people to train new animators. So art quality is declining and show cancellations are skyrocketing. And we talked about this last month that they, a lot of studios are putting together uh, training camps and things like that for younger people that are coming out of college to be animators because of this. Show. Uh, Zombie Fish also commented on that. I said, y'all, I made the same amount of money being uh, being salesperson at Abercrombie in uh, Ginza as an animator gets paid, uh, you know, gets paid their pay. So that's fucking insane. You could work a retail job in Japan for better wages, like what the fuck? Uh, and I know we just had this big controversy with Mappa, and Mappa's been producing a lot of shit lately. But we have seen some drop off on their quality, and we've seen uh, uh, some articles about them not paying people. So it, it, it's some shit. How do you guys feel about it? Uh, I always think it's bullshit when they do when they're not paying people what they need to be paid because people got to live, people got families they need to eat. It doesn't make sense why you wouldn't pay somebody, you know, what the fuck they're worth. Um, but this is exciting. This is new. We just heard about it. And I told you when it comes out, this is going to be the uh, trailer for Pokemon Evolutions. So 
This comes from Anime News Network. The Pokemon Company internationally announced on Thursday an new eight-episode anime series titled Pokemon Evolutions. The series will stream on the Pokemon Company's international official YouTube channel and Pokemon TV app. With the uh, first episode debuting on September 9th, the company unveiled the trailer and the key art, which you're seeing here, and it looks fucking gorgeous. The poster looks even better. It feels like like a fucking Smash Bros. video game or some shit. Uh, Each episode will feature a story from one of the franchise's eight main regions in reverse chronological order of uh, when each was first introduced. The episodes and their premiere dates are, and I'll list them all off, and this is fucking amazing. September 9th is going to be the champion uh, Galar region. Then you have the eclipse in Aloha region dropping on September 23rd. The visionary on uh, Kalos, Kalos region, October 7th. Kalos, Kalos, Kalos. I don't know, October 7th. The plan on Unova region, October 21st. October 21st. Uh, the rival, uh, Shinoa region, December 2nd. The wish in, uh, was it Hone, Hone region? Because there's the third one that Ash went to in December 9th. Then we have the show in Johto region, December 16th. And the discovery in the Kanto region, and December 23rd, which is my motherfucking birthday. So it ends right where it began. I love that shit. Pokemon Twilight Wings, uh, Studio Colorado's uh, net anime short series for the Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield um, Nintendo Switch role-playing games debuted in January 2020. The series had seven uh, five-minute episodes and a special episode titled Twilight Wings, The Gathering of Stars. Um, and then it, it talks about Pokemon Generations as well, a series of three to five minute animated shorts debuted on YouTube in September 2016. The series covered stories from the first uh, through the sixth generation of Pokemon games. So we've seen this over and over, and this is going to tie everything together. I love it. I like it. I still want to get Pokemon Snap, uh, which I haven't got yet. There's a lot of shit in Pokemon I haven't got yet, and I am going to get, but I'm going to watch all of these series that they have on Netflix. I think that's my next big adventure. We got two One Piece uh, stories here. Let's let's fucking go into them. Um, the legendary man, the myth himself, as legendary as Akira Toriyama, One Piece manga creator, uh, Ichiro Oda Sensei. Story is in its final story stages, is what he says. Now he said we're fifty percent done, then he told us seventy five percent. Now he said we're in the final stages. So. Let's read this article from Anime News Network, a newspaper advertisement, uh, a newspaper advertisement commemorating the hundredth compiled book volume of One Piece manga appeared in the Ashai Shimbum. Uh, was that Yamiuri, Yami, Yamiuri, Yamiuri Shimbum, and then the Manichi Shimbum on Friday, and it uh, included a photo of Odo drawing uh, at his workshop with the words. The story is in the final stage and the shit he's doing now, the, the panel he's painting is uh Luffy and Kaido fighting again. And I, y'all don't know what the, cause the, again, chapter 1024 dropped today. Fire. Oda previously said, previously said in an interview, August, 2020, that he plans to end the story in four to five years. Uh, the franchise's original YouTube page uh, will stream a live Kono Hoshi Day Kibo O Mio We Are One Let's See the Hope of the Stars a special program on Friday featuring Gainax, um, astronaut uh, Akiho Hoshidi, 
live from the International Space Station. Uh, One Piece fan and entertainer, Miki. And then we have Kumi Sasuke of uh, Hinatazaka46 and announcer Misato Ugaki. The manga's 100th uh, compiled book volume launched in Japan on Friday. Um, This is crazy. He wrote like a, a deal about not taking a day off. What did he say? He's just talking about how many chapters he's writing. This man has, I remember when this man got sick and I was like, man, he's about to die. He's writing too much. I remember all that shit. Uh, the next thing that I have to mention, daddy breaks the internet. One piece sets up Zorio's Zolo. We're going to go back old school. Zolo's lineage. Now, if you don't know why, uh, we kind of talk. I think me and Buck talked about this Saturday, but uh, Roronora Zoro, which you know now is Z O R O, started out as Zolo Z O L O, and I just like I don't know why the fuck they changed it. They had this dispute over characters' names at the time. Uh, Oda didn't have pull, so boom, he changed to Zoro. But we just got a tease of his lineage. Now we're a thousand and twenty-four chapters in, or a thousand and twenty-three, and we don't know shit about this man. The last Whole Cake Island arc is when we finally learned about Sanji. So the reason this show is fucking long is because you're really focusing on the adventure. Who these people are, their backstory didn't even matter. He started with the character where they were and then went forward with this journey, creating a new story. And so now we're getting his backstories. And I, for one, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I care. So uh, One Piece is setting the stage for Roronora Zoro's epic lineage with... Uh, uh, curious tease. Now, this is the last chapter that dropped last week, so it's not the new shit. The current Wano chapter, uh, count, uh, the Wano country arc, has a pretty huge one for Zora overall. So basically what happened, we're going we're gonna to cut the chase. I'm tired of reading this bullshit. Zora was fighting. He's already, he took a full-on blast by Kaido and Big Mom, which is unheard of. He got injured. Uh, they wrapped him up and bandaged him. Chopper gave him some medicine that would give him use of his body, but it would double down on damage afterward when it wore off. And we know that Zoro don't give a shit about nothing. Zoro took, and nobody knows this except for Kuma, Bartholomew Kuma, uh, and Zoro. Bartholomew, Kuma, the paw man, took all of Luffy's damage he had accumulated. Now, Luffy can amass a large amount of damage because of his body. He took it out, and Zoro, of his own will, took that pain for Luffy because that's how like down he is for Luffy, right? He took all that pain. He was standing there. There was blood spattered around him because the way that it worked, like it was this huge ball. He stuck his hands in and all the pain just traveled into every nerve fiber of his being. He bled out of every, everywhere, his eyes and everything. Sanji finds him. He's like, what the fuck happened? What happened? Where is he gone? Blah, blah, blah. And all Zoro says is nothing. That's who this nigga is. So not only was he a badass before, he's in a situation where this shit's about to happen again, but he's fighting King right now, who is said to be like a uh, the flame, one of the flame gods in this chapter. Um, the series kicks off with the fight against Zoro and King in full. And while watching the fight from afar, Kawamatsu uh, begins to tell uh, Hagoro how he felt um, when Hiori pa- first passed Inma, the legendary sword that belonged to Oda. To Zoro. Now, Zoro already has one of um, uh, Odin's swords via his friend that died uh, when he was a child, which he honors and uses all the time. And Enma is the, the twin sword of that for Odin's two sword style. So he reveals that he couldn't bring himself to stop her. And we're talking about uh, Kawa here. Um, 
and Higuro agrees because although Zoro is not from Wano, he uh, he's apparently the spitting image of Shimotsuki Ushimaru, the Daimono of Ringo. They even mention that their sword styles are the same. And for Zoro, this is something that he just made up. The the three sword style, he just made that shit up. He trained, made it up. But it would make sense that only someone of legendary status could use it, like using the sword in the mouth. Uh, Ushimaru was a descendant of uh, Rumia, uh, which Zoro defeated and um, the Thriller Bark series. And Zoro got the sword. There's so much going on in One Piece. Um, We're going to have a One Piece episode this month for um, for the Bailey Bugle. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do one piece because we need to cover, we need to talk about Thriller Bark and the fight that Zoro had there. So you understand this now, but basically Zoro fought um, his great ancestor, beat him and got his sword. That sword was said to be the sword and that the hero, um, Rumia, who saved Wano. So those swords are revered by Wano. They beg Zoro to get that sword back. And you find out that his fighting style and, uh, his appearance are that of a samurai that should be his dad. But we all only thing we know is Zoro traveled around fighting martial arts schools, uh, declaring that he's the best swordsman and wanted to be the strongest swordsman until, um, he, um, met fuck. It's not, uh, I keep on thinking of uh, Tashigi, but that's not, that's not who it is. This is his best friend that died from falling down the stairs. Um, yeah, now I got to look up her name. And it's funny, you type in uh, Zoro's friend, and it's uh, Kuina. There we go. Kuina that died. Uh, There's a lot going on in One Piece, but we're going to cover that next time. Let's go to the next article, Uh, Gundam Wing Hathaway. Now, this Hathaway is on Netflix, I still think. I think both. um, No. The first one is, the second one's getting ready to come. Gundam Wing Hathaway anime staff teases second part uh, working title. So we don't even have a title for the second one that's coming out, but it should be dropping on Netflix as well. Uh, changes from the original novel. So the staff of the mobile suit Gundam Hathaway, uh, anime project teased during a talk event on Thursday that the trilogy's second part has a working title of Kaido Senshi Gundam Sin, uh, Sinko no Hathaway San O Bright, which is Sun. S-U-N, and in the parentheses says S-O-N, Son of Bright. So, let's get to this. <clears throat> the film's producer, uh, Nanohiro Ogata, uh, elaborated that the Japanese uh, uh, kanji uh, character, San, can be read as Son or Son. So, S-U-N or S-O-N. The film's main uh, character, Hathaway Noah, is the son of the character, Bright Noah. The staff in uh, Ken Narita who plays bright in the franchise also teased at the event um, that bright will appear in the second film. Ogata added that the, uh, the second part will have some differences from uh, Yoshiyuki Tomino's original novel series. The first mobile suit Gundam Hathaway part opened in Japan on June 11th after previously being delayed three times. Uh, the movie was originally slated to the open in Japan in July, 2020, but was delayed due to COVID. Uh, the film delayed to April and in uh, April from May 7th to first, and then uh, was delayed due to extreme uh, state of emergency declared in Japan. So the film 
uh, has earned accumulated a total of 2 billion yen, approximately 18.18 million in US uh, in the Japanese box office. So Hathaway, uh, beautiful, stylized. I think we already covered it in the episode. Um, I can't remember, like Buck is the one that knows the timeline. I can't remember, I mean, if you're watching Buck, when does this actually happen in the series of Gundam? Because once we know that, then we can kind of pit it against which series it's against. Uh, let's keep moving. Kaiju number eight is the fastest shonen uh, jump manga. The top 40 million copies in circulation. This is one that I have been reading. I think I gave it to you already, like just a few months ago as manga of the month. Um, and it follows uh, Kafka, who is basically um, what I want to say that there was a movie where um, the closest that I can get to is probably like the Flintstones, where they used to use the flamethrowers and get the was it the Flintstones? No, it wasn't Flintstones. Fifth Element. They used the flamethrowers and got rid of the fucking shit over there. There we go. So. This is Kaiju number eight. Uh, he is a Kaiju disposalist. Um, so from Shonen Jump, this manga is only 30 chapters, I think. Maybe maybe less than that. Um, but it's jumped the, the charts. It's another Demon Slayer. It's another uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's another Tokyo Revengers. Um, the four million is for copies in circulation that are printed or sold, not printed and sold. The number is not uh, a sales statistic. Shonen Jump began streaming a promotional video of the manga to celebrate the release of the manga's fourth compiled book volume on Friday. Um, if you don't know what it is, a, a man who worked a uh, job far. Man, that's not a good explanation, though. Again, like I was saying, Kafka is a disposalist of kaiju body parts. You have to go in, you have to break them down, you have to get the the sacks that are in them, you have to get the bullshit, the dog shit. I think we did like a manga Mondays before um, they remove some of our shit off the page. So uh, he does that, and all of a sudden he just turns, opens his mouth, something flies in the mouth, and now he can transform into a very, very strong and powerful kaiju. But there's these task force of extreme fighters that kill Kaiju. And so now his deal is to try to use that power to get into the military and be with the girl that he loves uh, while not being detected. And you guys kind of know how well that shit always goes. So it's a great read. Again, it has jumped up. Um, God, there's a lot of mangas that are doing really well. And I think this one is going to be the next one to hit the New York's bestseller. And speaking of the New York's bestseller list, Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, and more rank on September's bestseller list for the New York Times. The eleventh volume of Gege, uh, or the eleventh volume of Jujutsu Kaisen manga, the twenty-third volume of Demon Slayer, the sixth volume of Chainsaw Man, um, and then Gigi, uh, Junji Ito's censor manga, and the twenty-eighth volume of My Hero Academia ranked on the New York Times monthly graphic books and manga bestseller. Uh, list released in early September. The 11th volume of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen ranked number two. The 23rd volume of Demon Slayer ranked number three. The 6th volume of Chainsaw Man ranked number four. Censor ranked number six. And the 28th volume of My Hero Academia ranked ninth on the list. The New York Times posted its first new graphic books and manga bestsellers list in October 2019. And it is one category on the newspaper's new bestsellers list. 
Um, the first volume of Chainsaw Man manga ranked uh, in second in August. The 28th volume of My Hero Academia ranked eighth. And the first volume of Attack on Titan ranked number 14. So again, like I said, I think that uh, Kaiju number eight, everybody likes Kaijus. The story is real compelling because I think the Kaijus can, uh, I mean, they're tricky. They're not just dumb. They're smart. Uh, it's a good one. And I think it's going to be on that list pretty soon. What else do we have left? There's only two more articles left. Let's go ahead and go uh, into this. We kind of covered it already. Um, Black Clover is going to be on hiatus, a one week hiatus. So this next chapter, a new chapter dropped today, but um, the 40th volume or 40th uh, Shonen Jump, it will not be. It'll be back after one week on the 40, uh, 41st uh, volume. Is it volume or we'll just say installment Well, on the 40, 41st installment of Shonen Jump. So just wait for that. Uh, it's just going to be one week. I know waiting a week sucks. I hate waiting a week, but the story is good and might as well wait because the author has health issues and we do not want another great one to die um, like Mamoru did or uh, Miyamura did for um, Demon Slayer or not Demon Slayer, but Berserk. And we know that we have Berserk's. I don't even know what chapter is. It's like the 364 chapter, I think, is getting ready to drop, and that'll be the very last chapter that we're getting. But there also is some special art to go with that chapter, so prepare for that. Uh, here's this trailer for The Seven Deadly Sins, Cursed by Light, uh, sets U.S. Netflix release date with a new trailer. Seven Deadly Sins, big new movie, Cursed by Light, has now set... Uh, it's release date on Netflix in the United States with this new trailer. And this comes from comicbook.com. The final season of the anime uh, ended its run in Japan earlier this summer. While fans are uh, anxiously waiting to see the final episode of Dragon's Judgment released outside of Japan. Now there's something else to look forward to uh, on the horizon. And the Seven Daily Sins Cursed by Light first released in Japan July 2nd. And uh, now Netflix has confirmed that it will be streaming uh, the new film on October 1st. Damn, and it's the first of September, too. It's like September 5th. We got all this time to wait. Celebrate this newest acquisition. Netflix has released a new English subtitled trailer for the film that picks up after the events of the final season and features some brand new characters and challenges for Meliodas and uh, others. Now, I think that we saw a little bit about this, not much, but I'm excited. Uh, the October 1st release is uh, certainly good news considering the second and final part of Sudden Deadly Sin's Dragon Judgment will be releasing on Netflix September 23rd. Okay, so we got, we'll, it'll be here before we know it. We got two. And you know, last time Seven Deadly Sins dropped, I watched the whole thing in a day. So uh, this won't be nothing. I'll be ready for this to come. Be ready to find find out in closer of Miliotis and how they wrap it up. And is, does it differ any from the manga? We'll see. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. I wonder if uh, Buck didn't answer in chat, so I know he's not watching, but I wonder if he knew that it was coming out. Uh, this is what we'll do right now. Let's take our last pause for the cause and we'll come back with uh segment three and I'll wrap up things with anime and manga of the month. All right, I'll be right back. Let's face it, mechs can be expensive initially and to maintain. Do yourself a favor and cut the cost down to the bare nuts and bolts. 
Studies show that regular application of GW40 can reduce the wear and tear from exposure to harsh environments. Joints clog with sand? GW40 will fix it. Visors covered in ice and frost with a little GW40? Watch as it melts right off. Save your mech time and money with GW40. Gun damn. It's time for the Summer Festival, and while you're enjoying your good fish games and squid on a stick, make sure you're dressed in style for the occasion. Get your kimonos, yukatas, and accessories from Ye Old Wolf Tailor Shop, where you can buy or rent from our extremely large collection of sizzling summer style. with the show to round things out uh with anime and manga the month let's go ahead and, and pull this up real quick and get this shit done right and remember those beats come from rifty beats himself thank you rifty for the beats thank you for everything that you give us that was one piece beats if you guys don't remember um do we got it boom right there okay so Anime of the month is Odd Taxi, a Japanese anime television series, a manga produced by OLM and Pix. An anime aired on Tokyo TV and ATX in Japan from April 6th to June 29th. Uh, This town should look familiar, but suddenly it's not. The taxi driver, Otakawa, lives a very mundane life. He has no friends, doesn't really hang out with others, and he's an oddball who is narrow-minded and doesn't talk much. The only people... He can call his friends are his uh, doctor, uh, Goriki, and his classmate from high school, uh, Kakabana, who is a baboon, or like, I think baboon. Uh, all of his patrons seem to, slightly, uh, seem, to, seem to be slightly odd themselves. The college student who wants to be noticed online, um, uh, Kabasawa, a nurse with secrets, Shirakawa, a comedy duo, the Homo Sapiens, all these mundane conversations somehow lead to a girl who has gone missing. You can find this on Crunchyroll and VRV, a weird fucking show, but it's so fun how they uh, <laughs> make fun and poke fun of social media and trending and memes and shit like that. But at at the root of the story, a girl got kidnapped, a girl went away, and we don't know what the fuck happened or why. And that's what we're trying to find out. Is he at the core of it? Is he not? He's a weird motherfucker. He could be. But that is Odd Taxi guys want to watch more uh go to crunchyroll or brb and did i have a picture of this i think i still did um because this is a brand new baba manga series that come out nuru way of the martial artist by minya uh hira hiraaga a young martial artist finds his true path he wants by now i think god how many chapters I think it's just nine right now. And he just found out that his grandpa went to that school and his grandpa achieved the 18 disciplines and nobody in history or very, very few have a tree achieved all 18 disciplines. So it's kind of like, um, tech in, it's tech, tech tough or tough Baki. Um, it's, it's all about martial arts and I love it. The way they do their test, all that shit. Nuru right now where the martial artist has, um, 
eight chapters out as of today. So make sure to check that out again. I said one, one piece has a thousand and twenty four, but you guys should be able to catch up. We're just reading that straight through. Don't you guys don't need breaks. You don't, don't have to worry about anything. Just read. It's one piece. It's beautiful. Beautiful. That's all you need to know. Just read. Um, but those are your anime and manga of the month. Again, anime of the month is Odd Taxi, which you can find on Crunchyroll and VRV. Manga of the month is Nuru, Way of the Martial Artist. Check that shit out. Viz Media, $1.99 a month. Gets you access to all the manga that you want to read. Um, Crunchyroll, VRV, $6.99 a month. Gets you access to all that shit. If you uh, pay just a little bit more and do VRV, you'll get access to Crunchyroll and VRV for the titles that Crunchyroll doesn't have, VRV has. So make sure to check that out. But I'm Elijah 5000. This has been... Uh, the anime episode of the Elijah Bailey show. Hopefully you enjoyed all the information that you got. You got your releases, OVAs, movies, television that's coming out in September. You got all these news articles we talked about. One piece is killing it right now. Uh, Nadia secrets of the blue water. She's the, she's the one that you guys need to watch and let's go ahead and turn on some music. Guess what uh, anime this comes from. Okay. You guys haven't guessed shit all day. So I don't know if you guys are going to get the prize, but I got your eyes on me right now. Guess what series this is from. Uh, say hello to the buck, the buckety. If you see him, uh, I have not seen him. Well, no, Saturday we had a good match. Saturday we went back and forth a little bit. I think it was like uh, I won seven to three matches. We played played for about an hour and a half before we called it a, called it a morning. Stone was out of town, so we got to wait till Stone gets back. But thank you guys for joining me. Remember social medias, uh, Elijah Bailey Show everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, just chop off the W on the end. That's SHO. Send your emails to Elijah Bailey show at gmail.com, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show. And then you can find the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, wherever you listen to shit. Make sure to join us every Sunday, 430 Central Standard Time PM on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or at Edge Gaming, EJB Gaming. That's Edge B Gaming on Facebook. If you guys are watching and you missed the show and you want to listen, I just gave you where to find it, all major platforms. I'm Elijah 5000. You can find everything for this show on social media or right here live with me. And make sure to check out Black Studios, where this studio, where this show and all my other shows at that studio are produced, which would be a little bit of anime, which does uh, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And check me out this Thursday, uh, 6.30 p.m., I do believe, on um, another storytelling podcast week for Podbeam. I'll be getting information and distributing it out to you via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so make sure to check that shit I'm Elijah 5000 and I'll catch your ass in the next broadcast I'm out What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.